0: Can you hear me, oh, what Christine? Can, yeah, can you
1: hear me, Alpha? We're live together now.
0: <laughs> oh, fabulous! There is a God.
1: Okay, so See? yeah, your, <laughs> your, your little emojis is all beaming and popping and everything. Oh, okay, yeah. right. so let's let's do this. We've been this has been months in the making. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, but guess what? Today's been one hiccup after another. Today, every piece of technology I built, with today did not work properly i finally gave up when the walmart started shopping
0: <laughs> i know i think there was some full moon yesterday or something i don't Robin know moon.
1: i just know that about, <laughs> about one o'clock something. this afternoon technology went crazy on me and i was just like mm. and oh then, and i ended up at walmart shopping this afternoon <laughs> mm. but we're we're so here we're now.
0: for my daughter to help me with this so
1: yeah but that's good to have kids but you know okay. we're here now and it only took four minutes and like five attempts <laughs> But what, we're worth the wait. you know what? What you have to share with the world, it has to be said. It has to be shared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Because uh, we are definitely live. Uh, hold on a moment. Just hold one more moment with me. Sure. Anyway, we're good. I thought I was going to get another person I knew to be listening in as we talked directly. But anyway, it's all right. So let's your book, this is, this is about you, Christine, not about me. Oh, thank this you. It's all about you and, and your work and your way of impacting people. And we have up to 45 more minutes. You want, we can go that long because Paul Bean allows an hour. Okay. sounds Sounds great. It's perfect. Uh, as I, as I tagged oh the God. thing in the, um, as far as our, this show goes, uh, I'm a firm believer that words do matter. And I'm also one who puts his foot in his mouth a lot. <laughs> so I, <laughs> uh, oh okay, so when I got your book, I actually, like I told you in the email, I actually wrote my very first letter in 40 some years to my fiance.
0: I, oh my gosh. And how did it go?
1: Uh. She was a little shocked. I think she's going to eventually frame it. Oh,
0: gosh. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing like getting a love letter.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And there's nothing like having a person who's determined to connect with me for this many months. We finally make it happen because this was going to be a week where I recorded with you and actress Megan Henry last night because... We fell behind our schedule. We connected, we disconnected, we connected, disconnected. And last, yeah. yesterday, she ended up being on set on the show she's working on. So hers fell through. And I was determined not to let this one fall through tonight.
0: Oh, that's great. And I'm so glad you, um, you were able to, um, check out my book, Relationship.
1: Yeah, I've how to been telling people, it's really I've, been telling people about that book. I've been telling people about that book.
0: Oh, really? And, you know, it's on Audible. I didn't know yeah. if you knew that.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's how and, I got it. I listened to it on oh, Audible.
0: Oh, so did you listen to my music?
1: Yeah, I listened uh-huh. to some of your music, but uh-huh. uh, basically the book was my main focus on that part.
0: Right. Uh, because, uh,
1: well, I, as a writer, as a general topic writer, I sometimes forget the power of my written words so that made a difference and how uh, you talk about people family separations and how they wrote ghost letters for those people and others wrote letters i'm like yeah that's needed mm-hmm. in this day and age
0: oh yeah especially now yeah um uh, this last few years where the world's been kind of turned sideways uh a lot of division within families and loved ones and yeah and, yes. yeah, and the letters that I've helped uh, clients compose now in my book, there's step by step, as you know, um, mm-hmm. solid advice on, you know, how to really create that masterpiece letter, because once you you do you create your letter that carries a frequency. Words do have frequencies and letters are not tossed away, they're kept and sometimes kept for generations. I actually, uh, rummaging through my garage and doing spring cleaning last year, I found a letter from my brother, uh, my brother when I was 19 years old. And I was in the military, believe it or not. And, uh, I was in, in Germany and I was really stressed out at the time because it was such a far cry from any kind of Existence I'd ever known, I was so far away from home, and i'd uh come across some pretty uh nasty issues uh, during my time um in the military and uh I was all by myself and and so I got this letter from my brother that was so beautiful now my brother uh became ill and passed away in his in his thirties so mm. um yeah so i but to get that letter it was like bobby was in the room with me you know it was really so um so legacy letters can be the most thoughtful amazing uh gift that anyone can receive because they can be passed down from generations
1: uh i'm gonna tell you something i just discovered as i'm listening to you about connecting with people through letters there's actually a way to share this pod beam through zoom Mm. Uh, there's an app but it has to be done on the, on the live process the reason i came across it is that it gave me ways to share the episode so i just shared it with my facebook family hoping some of them are joining with us tonight beautiful beautiful um,
0: yeah yeah so letters can be uh for any type of uh reason whether it's conflict resolution or um, one of my the clients that I have dealt with and to date, I have actually ghostwritten um, for over 450 letters.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why I had to write the book, because the transformation was so profound. I don't I have my own ego. I get my own feelings hurt. I get my I have my own sense of feeling offended at times, even. <laughs> But I don't but I don't carry someone else's so I can leap over their ego, which is what holds us back from communicating from the heart. We can communicate from the head or we can communicate from our emotional body and get super emotional, but not be that logical even at times. But I like to tap into what I call the higher heart.
1: You You know, know yeah. What do you mean by the higher heart? The
0: higher heart it's like um it's it's logic but it's also a it's the emotion it's that frequency it's it's the connection part. You know when you say have chemistry with somebody what is that? You can't put your finger on it. You just, you like being around someone because of the vibe that you receive when you're around them or you share.
1: Wow. And,
0: and likewise, and with family or even coworkers, you get to know one another and you come to, everyone has their own little blueprint, if you will. But when we're having um, an issue with somebody or we're really stumbling and fumbling about how we are going to express what we'd really love to say, but maybe we're shy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or or maybe, I'll you know, I'll just use an example, a fiance. It's like, wow, I never heard him talk like this before. Oh, my God, this is so deep. And uh, so it's coming from that place of truth, inner truth that is not shy, but really the saying, put your heart on the line. But there's also a consciousness about it, so it's not just um emotional jib jab. It's <laughs> it's actually it's poetry in motion and it's um it's sensitive and it's reaching out and it's holding that person, taking their hand. Uh, I have a
1: person that wants to speak to you on a, on the call in. Oh so, sure. let me see let's see how I get them to connect with you because I just this will be our first. Uh,
0: I'd yeah. love to. let
1: me bring them up. I can because it flashed on my screen. They want to connect with you, and I need to see how to open that app up like that.
0: Uh oh, here we go again.
1: <laughs> yeah, here we go again. Cause <sighs> they okay. I'm, I'm I'm I just want them on. They sent they sent the person a invite for them to come come on board.
0: Mhm.
1: So can
0: can the uh, can our guests talk?
1: Yeah. can we hear them yeah the guests can talk to you that's why i hope i did it correctly i just they they want to connect live with you okay i don't they don't have a real screen name
0: i can hear someone i can hear i can hear a lady
1: okay any question you have for christine i'm gonna stop talking and bring them on try to bring them on okay so that they can talk to you so
0: hi karen hi
1: Oh, this is my fiance. She got different screen name. <laughs> I don't know how it's coming up, but
0: um, wondering um, just how, what advice you know you would share with other listeners. I know Alfred has been um talking to me about uh you know the readings and just um what he's gotten out of, and I'm a beneficiary of what he's gotten out of. Hmm. Oh, that you, you made know, my day. <laughs> it made my day as well. Um, and and just kind of the power of using words, um, or just for folks to know how yeah. to do themselves. I think as yeah. women, you know, a lot of times we're, we're thought to be more romantic, but that's just a stereotype. Because, I mean, it doesn't mean that it actually is that way. So, wondering what what words of advice you would. Mm. Give. Or, uh, okay so i look at it this way like each letter and i i call the letters i help people with inspired heart letters okay and each one is almost like a piece of art there cannot be two letters that are alike everyone has their thumbprint i'm pretty intuitive and so when i'm helping somebody uh If I'm being like Cyrano de Bergerac, if you will, I like to say in drag. That's a joke. But um, if I'm helping somebody to actually find those words, I intuitively connect with their soul, their frequency, their higher heart, and put that on the page. So um, if you do happen to get my book or if, if... Alfred shares it with you, um, you'll see that there's no two letters that are alike. They all have their own personality. And so, uh, but it's, um, so what, so what's the biggest, uh, takeaway I could give anybody listening in would be get out of your own way. That's number one. And so, so if you're, We we go through this lifetime once you get one, you know, it's not a dress rehearsal, I'll put it that way. So you get, you have your opportunities. Don't let opportunities to share your essence and your beauty and your soul and your grace with anyone you care about. That would be a shame. Oh, you know, to get, and when you love somebody, be shy there's you know is there ever enough love to go around? It's like, oh no, I don't need any more love i i'm i've 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 got a full plate no, it's we want more love, we want more understanding, more compassion. We need more tenderness on this planet. We really do when we look at everything going on, you know that all that the mean you know bully stuff. I also wrote a book on bullying for kids called BFF be friendship focused because my daughter was bullied in middle school. Well, what is a bully? What is the person that's being targeted? What's a bystander? It's all a sense of limited power. So I feel that these inspired heart letters are so empowering. And so, yeah, so before you write down your letter, you want to find out what's my real intention. What am I open to receive, at least because there will probably be more than you could imagine when someone receives your letter. Um, I wrote a letter once for um, a gentleman who uh, had not spoken to his daughter in 30 years. And, uh, it's a long story and I think he had PTSD from being in the Vietnam War and it, that PTSD, uh, was not ever treated. And I think he got into drinking alcohol and his, uh, the, the girl's mother, he would not marry him when she got pregnant and, and he hung in there and he wanted to be a good dad. But when she was like, 10 or 12 years old, the, his ex-girlfriend then said, Hey, I'm getting married. And I think Mandy just needs one family. And so he kind of lived off in shame. He went back to the Midwest where his parents owned a farm. He was one of 15 kids <laughs> and, uh, his parents, uh, passed away and he opened it up the farm as a homeless shelter. So he had a good heart, he was a good man, and he had so much shame and so much sadness and remorse for not seeing his his one and only daughter. His sister approached me, and uh, the sister said, my brother is so lonely, and uh, he's actually got some physical illness now. He probably is gonna last four or five years, and we want Mandy back in our life. I've got permission. He wants your help. So I I wrote the letter. The sister flies back to the Midwest to give it to her brother. It happened to be on Father's Day, which, by the way, is coming up this weekend, and uh, he was watching um, a uh, religious program on Father's Day, and the pastor was saying, oh, you know, how important father-daughter relationships are and how they're overlooked, but they are very important. And, uh, the sister says, uh, you know, here, brother, here's, here's that letter you wanted and I'll just leave you with it. She came back half an hour later. He was in tears. The letter that he, we, he sent the letter, the letter that the daughter wrote back was shared with me and made me cry. It was amazing. And she flew to be with her dad and has, and spent the the next, you know, rest of his life with him. These are miracles that people, Can you imagine if he passed away and missed that opportunity? That's the point I want to make is it's an opportunity and texting is great. Emojis. Yeah, they all have their place. But something that is contemplated and considered, like when Albert wrote you that love letter. Oh, my gosh. What a gift because you got a part of him and and you were it was nothing but you on his mind and in his heart when he expressed his love for you in the letter. And so that's that's something I know you're never going to toss that away. You like you say you want to frame it. It's beautiful. It is a work of art. So um, so yeah, so it, it is getting out of our own way and, and not letting life pass you by. When there's opportunities to be who we really authentically are, is, um, you know, I'm I'm just going to say it. You know, we're part of God. You know, we're divine. It's beautiful.
1: Wow. You know, when this, when this is all over, I'm going to have a lot to live up to. Because the last three or four days, I've really put my foot in my mouth. Uh, Yeah. Man. it's not living up to sometimes, it's not living up
0: to it's it's well,
1: you you've risen. You yeah. have risen, you're out okay. of the shell. you okay, let's say it like this. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the sometimes the getting out of the way and the medicine I want to present for other people on this podcast is medicine I need myself. <laughs> Probably mm. why it's taking four months for this podcast to go live with you like this Just, you know. Yeah, well, anyway, good
0: things are worth waiting for.
1: Yeah, C- Karen and showed up. got a letter out there. Yeah, since so. she's on the show and she hears every word I say, anyway. She, yeah, I'm glad everything cleared up so she could show up, anyway.
0: You know, let me tell you another story. This is a cute one, okay? So this is woman that uh, I met at an event, and she said, "Christine, oh, I need you." Just
1: Christine. Oh, sure. Karen, Karen also has a show that you will fit in well with so oh, beautiful you, you two need to con- say okay you got
0: my contact yeah i'd love
1: it and go on her show i'd um, love
0: to i'd love to yeah. but i I, just, I want to share this story so it's kind of funny so this woman she says oh christine i really need your help and i go what's going on she goes well i think i want to have an affair and I said, what? And she said, uh, she goes, yeah, my husband, you know, I, we've been married for almost 10 years. We have two little children. But he's a complete, you're going to laugh, computer nerd. Okay. <laughs> and she said, he's so boring. And I said, oh, my gosh. So we, we went to lunch. We took a deep dive into what was so beautiful, valuable, what she really treasured about the man she married and had two children with. And uh, and he gave her a, a pretty awesome lifestyle to boot. And we but we we checked into what were some of those considerate, thoughtful, uh, gestures and things he had done over the time they knew one another that were really beautiful that she just kind of forgot or overlooked and was focusing on what's wrong with this picture. So one of the stories was um, she always wanted to go to Hawaii. She was from a, she was from one uh, one of those European countries, and uh, so he not only created a trip to Hawaii for her and her her whole extended family, her parents and siblings and all but he set up a private dive master so they could learn how to scuba dive and all that stuff. And so just her, you know, she had to kind of stop it and think about all the good, all the beautiful gestures. Like I said now, uh, so she said, Oh my God. Okay. Uh, and, and we talked about a lot of other things, right? So she says, I, okay, please help me write a letter to my husband. So I did. And then what I do is I, once I compose it, I, call the client up and I read the letter so they can actually hear it before they receive it. And as soon as she heard the letter, she goes, oh, my God, I need your book immediately. <laughs> so wow. got the book. And uh, so then a few months later, I talked to her again and I said, how's it going? And she goes, I am so in love. And I said, really, with who? <laughs> Because originally she was talking about having an affair. I was joking. And she said, my husband. And I said, oh, he loved that letter, did he? He really liked your love letter. She said, I never gave it to him. I said, what? You never gave him your love letter? And she said, no. She said, but guess what? I tease him about it about once a week. I say, sweetie, my love, I have the most incredible, romantic, seductive, fabulous letter and it's going to be on your pillow one night, but not yet. And she says, drives him crazy.
1: (laughs) Wow. 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 Wow.
0: Isn't that fun? So yeah, so it's uh, like I said, it's been my pleasure. Uh, I've written also I've helped people with eulogies, um, you know, wedding vows, special occasion stuff. I've helped people to get their marriages back on track to re- to reheat the souffle uh, for people that are single and dating. And if maybe the relationship isn't meant to be or they've chosen another direction uh, to move past the relationship, but in grace because otherwise people that break up and maybe there's unfinished emotional angst or resentments or frustrations or what have you, they may carry that into their next encounter with someone else. So um, this way it's really cleans things up in a beautiful way. Um, And also friendship fallouts. And like I, yeah, so, or blended family issues You know, when when someone when one of the parents remarries and often, you know, teenage or adult kids in particular will resent the new stepmother or stepfather or people that are divorcing or they they divorce and it's they're battling over the the estate. They're battling over, you know, the the finances, the um, the child custody and who who wins? there? certainly not the children. So um, so a lot of there's a lot of goodness that can come about and a lot of healing through letters. As I said, when you have a conversation with somebody, they're thinking about what you're saying and they're already perhaps formulating their question or their response. But when you get a letter, you can contemplate it. You can absorb it.
1: So here's a question that is. Can I have a question for you. Uh, What if someone has died and they cannot read a letter Mm if you want to use a letter to release yourself? Oh,
0: yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, That's a really beautiful thing to do. Okay. Uh, Let me give you another example. I had a woman who um she grew up in a family in in the south i want to say, and uh she was molested by her father since she was a young child, and she knew her mother knew, but it was something that was never talked about, and she never felt safe emotionally and it was like okay you know pe- you know what people do when they have uh icky things happening in their lives. Yeah, right? I grew up in a things family, like that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you kind of stuff it down there and you go, you get into coping mechanism. It's like, so you no know, big deal. You know, life goes on, you know, da, 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 da. well, yeah. So she grows up, she gets married. She has, uh, she has three sons and uh, she left her family when I think the oldest son was nine years old and the youngest one was like three or four. And she just, she left and went to Central America and uh, her, the the husband eventually did remarry somebody, the stepmother wasn't, you know, she was okay, but you know, it wasn't their mom and the kids were quite devastated. And uh, so she finally, she comes back, she's living in Florida and one of the sons was getting married and he somehow reached out to her, invited her to his wedding and here she is it was an she felt so awkward so ashamed that she made it worse at the wedding uh the youngest son approached her and said hey mom um uh, let's dance which was a beautiful thing right and so what did she say to that son oh i see you have two left feet ha ha ha, ha, ha. you know how people use humor sometimes mm-hmm. Don't know how to really speak the truth, mm-hmm. and they're so self-conscious, and they're so they're they've got all this armor on because they don't you <laughs> know yeah okay so so the son said you know what uh, that's great I, I don't want to see you and he turned around and left. Wow. And the next morning she left and went back to Florida and she was heartbroken and this many months later she found out about me and contacted me and I helped her to write letters to her sons well she's living with one of the sons today now her mother passed her dad had passed away years ago and then her mother the woman that was never there for her and uh and actually treated her like she resented her and she's she said she absolutely knew that the father was molesting her regularly mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, it's pretty sick stuff. I know, but when <laughs> the mother, when I, the mother um, passed away, when the mom passed, uh huh, when the mom passed away, she asked me to write her eulogy to her mom, wow. and she wrote a testimonial. That that's in the book, and uh the testimonial is amazing. She uh, she said that she felt like this. what most people say when I help them to write the right words that are going to dissolve and transform all that negative resentment and frustration and you know embarrassment, whatever the negative emotion is, uh, they feel like a weight's been lifted off their shoulders. So the thing is, and you may have heard this before, but worry is the opposite of love, right? It's
1: fear. I, it's, yeah. Well
0: uh-huh. So uh, so when we worry or when we're feeling like, oh, I'm going to get even with that person or, you know, you allow somebody to ruin your day and you don't you're missing that compassion piece and you're often missing compassion for ourselves. Even then you're missing that love boat. OK. And so. um it really is about self-actualization and knowing that, uh, liking yourself, being your own BFF first, and then going from there.
1: Yeah, I brought that question up as I did because um, my biological father fathered a bunch of, he fathered, he fathered multiple children. Mm-hmm. However, he only fathered two By one woman, which is myself and my sister, who recently died. I don't necessarily like the word past. She died.
0: Your sister did? Yeah.
1: And Mm. I knew she was sick for a long time. Several years ago, she reached out to me and asked my forgiveness for all the things she had did to me or toward me and my former family for almost 30-some years.
0: Wow. Because...
1: Our grandmother, maternal grandmother, and some people will hear this on replay, was a generational child molester.
0: Oh my god. The,
1: all the females that came to the home. Mm. I, and she was one of the victims. There was mm-hmm. two years difference in our age. <sighs> wow. uh, she carried that with her all her life. They cared with her that I did not protect her. I, I, I was only two years older than her. I'll be 60, so therefore she died at the age of 58, about a month and a half ago, maybe a month ago. All said and done, even in her passing, I didn't feel safe going to her funeral. Mm. Because on the day of her death, I found about it, found out about it to a third party, which later that evening, she let me know that her anger and hurt reached beyond the grave when her current husband called me and wanted to tell me about all the things I failed to do by not being there for her. But I knew for my own mental well-being, my physical safety, with her actually having Parkinson's and some dementia, I could not trust myself in her presence while she was living. I'm saying all this to say that I have two aunts who are older than me that were, were in my corner that whatever reason they didn't do, they did what they could do when we were come out as kids.
0: Mm.
1: However, they also knew it would not be safe for them to travel into North Carolina for the funeral because oh. her impact went beyond the grave. It's like the saying goes, hurt people, hurt people. Uh, I never wrote her a letter, but in the last conversation I had with her, actually, we talked for a few seconds, for a few moments, not even a minutes, a few moments. and uh I knew that there was a measure of peace there. Uh, I've written some things now in a short poem about it. Her, but mm. listening to this sh- engaging with you tonight in this episode, I'm coming to the mm. conclusion I need to write a letter to myself regarding her. I think that's form.
0: beautiful. It's I, Alfred, I can do.
1: No, I, I need some. I, yeah. I don't have guilt for not being there. I know the other. I'm saying on this episode, the other people may hear it. Everybody has their own opinion. Families, some things are kept. You said that lady shared about family c- curses, as some of us call it, are generational. And there are things that we talk about now she didn't talk about 20, 30, 40 years ago, especially in the public Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. Here you are helping people to write letters to release their pain, such as child molestation, family issues, things of that sort so uh, i'm i feeling the urge to write something beyond a short poem uh after engaging with you in this episode of the night uh,
0: i think that would be i think i love it uh and um uh, what comes to bear or comes to mind when you say this is um first of all, you've got to forgive yourself alfred you were yeah that wife.
1: that part I have done as far as Okay.
0: The, uh, I mean, you you, you have, there's nothing to forgive. Really? You were a little boy. You guys were two years apart right. and uh, and my these are. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Well, I was going to say these transgenerational sins of the soul, if you will. Um It takes one person to give it voice and say no more.
1: Yeah, right? cause that's, that's where yeah. I went on to do my utmost growing up and out of high school. That I carried that part into a 20 some year of marriage where I felt I had to be the perfect person and didn't do and stopped all the things that happened in my family. So, yes, I have two adult sons and they're living great lives. However, that part that you're talking about releasing, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a divorce for me to start actually releasing it because I covered it, trying to create what I never had. Does that make sense? Yeah, and
0: yeah, and, al- really-
1: and along the way, my sister was always there, attacking, promote, doing different different things towards my family. But that's in hindsight, as far as what you're saying, forgiving. I'm, I'm really, I'm really struggling with. And I'm, I'm transparent on my podcast; people get to see a different side of me. Sometimes, is that. How did I finally make peace with not taking the okay. risk of going to the funeral?
0: Okay. Okay. Now, listen to this. Okay. This isn't. This is a little intervention that has helped a lot of my clients mm-hmm. when they're up against something like this. Okay. So I want you to think for a moment. You said you have two sons right yeah
1: we have pretty good right okay. yeah, that's yeah all okay. Good. right
0: okay so and and you love those sons don't you right i yeah, mean I those sons you would walk on, across you would walk on through yeah yeah one sons, of them just right? made a special okay.
1: trip to see me last week
0: <laughs> okay so and you remember when they were little and they were the most precious little beings those were your babies do you remember how much yeah. you just love was just unbelievable, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I want you to pretend this is just a pretend. So don't go, don't go into shock when I say this, <laughs> but I want you to just pretend that one of your sons comes to you and says, dad, you know, um, and, and we'll just say it was maybe he had a best friend his whole life that lived next door or something, you know, you know, uh, Jack that lived next door, uh, you know, he, his parents heard him all the time and I didn't, I don't think I, sh- I think I probably should have said something and I didn't or, uh, you know, and, and J- Jack grew up to be a pretty uh, nasty guy, you know, and he was always angry and he, you know, I, it made me feel bad and now Jack's passed away and I kind of feel like I did something wrong and I should have been different or said something different or what would you say to him?
1: Oh, I am sitting here. Uh-huh.
0: So similar similar kind of situation. Yeah, uh, What would you say? Would you say uh uh what? I, just I
1: don't to- uh, I don't really know. Uh um, Would you
0: say would you say you're right to be angry, to be upset with yourself? Would you say um you know, yeah, you probably should have uh you know been acted differently towards jack
1: or? yeah i probably i would have said something similar to that like maybe you should distance yourself from jackson just stayed away uh, okay stay, like jack being okay. his own spot okay did basically you, in some ways i ran some ways, yeah in some
0: ways. right so what i what i want what i'm driving at is and it's hard to put your predicament because of the incest factor and stuff in the family, but it, it's true for any, any situation if because we love our children unconditionally, sometimes more than we love ourselves. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so would you have, if so, if our child comes to us with an issue and says, Hey, you know, um, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, I, I feel, and you would turn around and say, look, you are you are you did what you knew best to do at the time in your evolvement growing up as a child and from your lens and from what you knew and and maybe the family was not the all comfy cushy you know sweet little family maybe there was a lot of conflict in the family maybe there was feelings of fear even or um you know intimidation and so you would say to that that child, I, I want you to look at your inner child is what I'm driving. at. right. OK, so you're so to to go. I love the idea of writing that letter. I also love the idea of maybe taking that letter once it's written and you feel like, wow, this is everything I ever wanted to say and and kind of ritualize it. You know, you could you could uh, have a little ceremony and burn it send it out Uh, yeah you know or bury it under a tree or you know send it out to the ocean or whatever sings to you you could do that to release it okay that's what i'd like you to do is not just write it but then i'd love for you to just like release it and and wrap your arms around little alfred growing up is not your fault not your fault yeah
1: because i um what uh karen was with me through that weekend she mm-hmm. knows how to separate from me um i i did what i used to do i navigated the way the, the rough waves uh, and um the middle of the night it hit me after the phone call from her husband and different things It hit me and i spent probably two hours or more if not weeping and just releasing um, that solitary space. And I'm mm-hmm. say, I'm sharing this publicly because this, this is a real private moment. However, people that listen to my show have listened to my show when it's from a platform realize that life is about more than living it can only be about more than living if I as this author and producer and creator are trying to walk out my own words or take advice even though it may be painful. So yeah, I'm going, I need to go that next step beyond mm-hmm. no grieving. And start the writing part, like you said, put it down on a letter. And uh, if I agree yeah. through it, I read through it, then release it in some form.
0: And, uh, yeah, because, and I believe everyone has their own, you know, inclinations or beliefs or understandings. I do believe that our soul signs up for our journeys, and yeah. that's how we do evolve. And yeah. so, your sister, as hard as it might say, um, she may have signed up for some of those um, awful experiences um, because no matter if we can love, it doesn't mean you hang out with somebody like you say, it doesn't mean that, like you would say to your son, don't don't be around that person. Don't be around that Jack next door. Uh, so it, it it's not to say that you have to hang out with somebody or you have to be codependent and take on their their struggles at all but it i feel that if we look at i mean every every obstacle every challenge and look at it as an opportunity to gain more wisdom and to evolve and the wisdom comes through that compassion piece it really does
1: okay. it really does
0: uh then we can release it because if you carry grudges towards a situation or individuals you're not going to release it i'm not right. saying you do against your sister that's not what i'm driving well there there was
1: a time in my life i did (laughs) Uh yeah Uh yeah
0: and you know and i actually have a sister that uh has kind of extricated herself from our whole family i I grew up one of five kids wow uh and i don't have any animosity for her i feel sorry for her i really Really. do you know uh, you know she was bossy and she was difficult to grow up with but i uh you know and i don't carry that because if i do guess what that's i'm loading up my bags
1: and right. you
0: know, all that emotional baggage i always say what everybody's got some okay but please let's limit it to one carry-on the rest is just <laughs> costly okay. lugging around all of that emotional baggage you know it's going to put a damper on your frequency on your sense sense of joie de vivre joy and life your capacities to really be in uh in in the world and right. in the most of your experience. So yeah.
1: Well um, I do I do appreciate that. Uh, Christine I'm gonna wrap this up so I have time to close it out, save it, send you the link for your sharing on whatever platforms you so yeah. desire. It takes and, about and- ten minutes to get that all together okay um and you will check your email box whenever you get a chance sure. and you have up at the link to share this episode uh i am full agreement that people need to hear about what we're discussing further um
0: yeah and- i i'd love to also just let your audience know that if they're interested they can go to my website and download a complimentary ebook
1: Online. yeah your website link is there and will be okay. there in the, in the standard text of the show
0: oh that's great ChristineGrant.com.
1: that's it's there yeah
0: yes okay beautiful yeah it's just a it's like a 15 page ebook on um how to um mo- how to start writing your uh inspired heart letter um it, it you know it's just it's an overview of it basically and, uh, yeah, and if anybody would, needs real help, you know, the book is Shift: How to Write the Words You Really Want to Say by Christine with a K, Grant. Mm-hmm. And that's on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and, you know, Audible as well. Um, can I can – do we have a couple minutes? I just wanted to – I know you're a poet, so I wrote a poem.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we have, we have, like, three minutes because the app gives me an hour, and we have 49 minutes now.
0: Okay. Okay, so it just it's a short poem and it was uh I uh you know I have my music out there which is Love Letters mm-hmm. haha by yeah. uh performer's name I'm a Christine Rose Christine with a K so right. I, tina Rose is my performer's name and that can be downloaded off any platform but uh when I was singing with this R&B band Uh, The band leader had uh, a relative who was in Nashville, a little six-year-old girl, and she had a very serious serious illness. And I woke up one morning and thought, oh, my gosh, I just kept thinking of this little girl, and I just intuitively knew she was going to pass, and Mm -hmm. she did. But her name was Patience. Wow. And I I thought, what parents would name their newborn baby Patience and go through this, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I wrote her kind of a little poetry eulogy, and I'll just share it with you because I think it sort of fits um, with the motif of of this show, Alfred, Mm -hmm. in that patience, about patience being one of the virtues. Okay? So Mm -hmm. here it is. Patience is a virtue, patience is kind. Have mercy on me, dear heart. Only sweetness you will find. As you fly away like a dove, You You always live in my heart. Where I hold you dearly, my love, we will never be apart. Your life held such meaning. It was a blessing just to know you. With patience, my little darling, you will see my love is true. From the mighty heavens above, I know for sure we will endure patience and expression of love. Wow.
1: Wow, I have nothing else to say. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so,
0: uh, um I love, that's why I love the songwriting is like my form of poetry. And, um, and I admire you as a poet. So, uh,
1: Yeah, yeah um, uh, <laughs> part of my, I, I actually have, it, I feel I have a, I'm stumbling among the words now because I'm putting it out there early. Uh, my oldest son, uh, his company, his company is one of the largest audiobook producers in the southeast. Oh wow. Goddamn Studios. Wow.
0: Uh,
1: and I finally finished my manuscript. I tried to self publish and make a book before, do a book before. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to be one of his first book projects uh, in house. So he has my manuscript in his hands, which I was determined to finish my June first. Mm-hmm. I've been determined for the last several years to finish it my June first. This is the first time I finished it. Is it um, an autobiography? Is it it's, your it's, autobiography? Uh, it's, a, it's a mixture of poetry, commentary, a little bit of everything. Uh-huh. Uh, Karen actually wrote the foreword to the book, oh. uh, which I've had more time. I read the foreword as a teaser, but I'm not because this is Christine's show, not mine. However, yeah. it does open up the quote, if they don't change it, once they proofread it and everything else, to get rid of the publication, it opens up a quote by Socrates, which is, it says, I decided that it was not wisdom that enable poets to write their poetry, but a kind of instinct or inspiration, such as you find in seers and prophets, who deliver all their sublime messages without knowing in the least what they mean. The name of the book is, uh, S- Split, Split, Souls in Transition. Wow. Uh, so Beautiful. that go I, I want to throw it out there after you shared that poem. So with patience, okay. uh.
0: So you're going it, to it, narrate it, your book, I suppose. No, now. I'm not,
1: I'm not going to do any of that. I'm let, he, he's a professional, whatever he does, we've got things work agreed, but he ran on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, however he sees <laughs> if it it comes down to him asking me to narrate it he's also a coach in teaching narration um nyu contracted him last year to teach for us over to some of their students
0: (laughs) wow yeah i narrated uh, my book and then i had a, a male actor um uh, read all the letters from men right. because, believe it or not, I like nearly half or about half my clients are men.
1: I can believe I mean, it. I yeah. Believe that. So
0: he starts. The actor started crying yeah. through the narration when he was reading one of the yeah. letters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your
1: letters really grip my heart. Though, that book, so quite a few of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Uh, that, that I want I'm gonna you. end. I'm gonna end this on a high note. I can get rambling on and on and on and on, and I know I can um, so your final thoughts, and then I will just close it out. You will see the disconnect when you finish okay. speaking
0: all right, perfect. Thank you again for having me uh join your your platform. It was really an honor, and I appreciate appreciate you very
1: much, okay, but thank you, and I'm closing it out now. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and uh, I look forward to communicating with you again. I'm actually going to save you a number in my phone yeah. f- should I come across people in my another part-time gig that I have that can benefit from your services, or actually your email now I'll contact you that way. Yeah, Bye. absolutely. All right. Love it. Thank you. Please let okay. me know where other platforms you share this on via email, and I will cross-share again in the future so people can okay. listen to it replay. So I think about current, this show is, it's growing, it's, it's growing again. Originally it was listened to like four or five countries. I changed over mm-hmm. pod Podbean, so I had to rebuild my audience all over again. However, mm. however, however, I uploaded all my older files into this app, so. Wow. Um, yeah, I, well. The well, only reason I had... we did not do it through the laptop, which made it easier to connect, is I need to get a headset for my laptop, a new headset for my laptop. So I was using my Bluetooth to my phone. That mm. provides an easier connection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than it is through the iPhone. Um, so I yeah. pointed out that some people tried to come on earlier and they couldn't. Going forward, though, it'll be an easier connection, I guess, because it'll be done to my laptop. All right, but Christine, uh, enough, enough about me. Thank you again <laughs> for being an amazing guest. And she-